Welcome to Ghetto Blaster Magazine's Best Song Ever Podcast. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How are you doing today, Luke? I am uh, just fine on this wonderful, historic day. This is oh, a historic yeah. day because it is our episode 69. <laughs> I can die now. Episode 69. This is what every podcaster dreams of. Yeah. Making it to episode 69. Talking 69 all the time. All the time. And just saying 69 as much as you can. Yeah. Which I I think it's funny because, I mean, really, this is on my bucket list. That was the last item is record 69 episodes of a podcast. Crossed it out. I can die now. Yeah. Um, Did you know? Luke, did you know? Did, have you checked it off your bucket list already? Well, we got to finish the episode first. Okay, I haven't good. Yeah. Uh, just so you know, it it's very much like the when you check off a thing on your bucket list, you die right after. It's like the ring. So you have like oh, about twenty four hours or so. <laughs> I for, I think seven days in the ring. Yeah. Oh, seven days. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's what it's like. So, oh, you, so I should be careful. Yeah, I would take like just do a little bit of the notch each day because you you do have to although my life's complete like i said so i'd be fine going all right guys i'm looking for a new co-host um if you're my cousin that would work really good because i don't want to change the introduction i do every single episode (laughs) could you imagine hosting with one of our other cousins oh it'd be terrible (laughs) um i think it's funny because it's like Everyone, anytime the number 69 comes up, everyone likes to giggle. <laughs> and it's like such this cultural comedy thing. And all anyone can come up to say about it is nice. <laughs> That's all anyone ever says. Right. It's like we we build it up so much and then we have nothing to say about it. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's nice. I do. I will say when I was younger in like middle school and I was a very sheltered boy at a private Christian school. Um, you went to the same school, but mm-hmm. some of my friends who had been to public school knew a lot more than me. And one day they were giggling about 69 and I didn't get it. And I was like racking my brain to like figure out what are they, mm. I know how sex works. What could they possibly <laughs> be talking about? And then it was explained to me and I was like, that's stupid. How <laughs> the, the six does not look like a person, nor does a nine. No, it doesn't. It just looks like it could be heads or yeah. something. It makes know? more sense for two men because it's kind of like a head in a in a danger down there. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. A dangler. Let's not spend all our time on 69 because since no. we've recorded, so much has happened. Uh, Kanye West said slavery was a choice. What? He did. Um, Rudy Giuliani outed oh. Trump as <laughs> paying back Stormy Daniels slush money. Yep. Um, and... Childish Gambino ah, yeah. is back, baby. Finally, some video. like good news. Like a good reason to be obsessed with something. Like yes. so much of my obsession has been about terrible shit. So yeah, it's like right? this is so much fun to just uh put all of my energy into something positive and wonderful. I I love it so much. Yeah. So, yeah, Childish Gambino, of course, is Donald Glover, mm-hmm. uh, actor extraordinaire, as well as wonderful music maker, uh, currently on Atlanta, and records under the name Childish Gambino, and he hosted Saturday Night yes. Live over the weekend. and he killed it. It was great. It performed the song. The performance was amazing of that yes. song. Um, 
I see this the song and the video. They're so interesting because it's such an addictive song. I've been listening to it nonstop, and then mm-hmm. the video is like because there's it's kind of like modeled after like you know obviously commenting on gun violence so there's so much going on people running around so there's a lot to like pick out in multiple viewings what's very interesting about it is how it kind of balances you know it's like kind of based on like dancing and violence are the two kind of mm-hmm. counterparts and it's kind of and this is the balance that he strikes with the show Atlanta it's kind of funny at times and then super dark like the good example is like the second kind of chorus where he, the gospel choir singing and he sneaks in kind of like in the cartoonish yes. way. And it was funny. And you know, it's like, he's obviously a student of comedy, a comedian. So he does this classic comedy stuff and he sneaks in with like the smile. I'm like, Oh, it's funny. He's like kind of sneaking in. Then he grabs a machine gun and shoots them all. And you're like, Oh shit. Like that's just got crazy. And just that balance of like, powerful and funny and catchy and really meaningful and tied to things happening right now it's it's brilliant works on so many levels it is completely brilliant um his performance as you said it's just mind-blowing um so much of it is done in very long shots um without much editing i was wondering if it was one long take but there are some there there are cuts for sure but um and he he's Number first of all, like the dancing in it is incredible, and I read a uh, interview with the choreographer for the video, mm. and there's been a lot of like dissection of what the dancing means in relation to um, what the surrounding and what's going on because, because it's very stylized and there's a lot of different styles of dance going on, and, and it's being pointed out that it kind of resembles some like. Jim Crow era drawings like the way he holds his legs posed yeah. to when he first shot yeah and um what the choreographer said for like the the choreography of the children dancing with Donald Glover is that she wanted to like represent kind of pure joy right. um and like hope and a light in the darkness that surrounds it and she wanted that to be represented by black children and um by like black youth which is fantastic great message and um like you said the other thing it does comment on with the gun violence the thing i find very interesting especially with the first shooting because there are two two Mm -hmm. shootings that happen in a in a short span of time is that uh someone comes in with a with like a very nice handkerchief and they put the gun in it and they take care of the gun and then they just drag the body carelessly across Mm, the the ground didn't even think about that which is like shows just priorities of america when it comes to violence um the guns are just always neatly tucked away on a silver platter and handed to you and then the bodies are just dragged away like you don't care about that's messed up it is um one other little thing because i've been obsessed and watch this music video so much um there's a shot of a bunch of kids up in the rafters shooting everything on their cell phones yeah and it's like that's so real of like what is happening right now kids just witnessing all of this chaos and how do you take it in and how do you filter that and it's all kind of filtered through phones and recordings and it's just it's a 
fascinating, very heady, incredible yeah. uh, music video and song combination. Right. Feels very real in the terms of like a mass shooting type thing because it is kind of like you're saying there's pure joy and then boom, out of nowhere, shit goes down. Everyone's running around. It's chaos. And um, yeah, it's uh, good. Good. How they created that to feel very affecting like you're in a situation like that for sure yeah if you have not seen it go watch it like right now 500 times then come back to the podcast normally we're like then talk to me yeah no normally we're like just only care about our podcast yeah you know that's the only thing you should care about in your lives but this time it's pretty important when something is like no you can pause us for a bit and go check this out now we're resuming. Okay, so I assume you've gone and done that. Now only care about us. It's crazy, right? Me. It was good, right? Pay attention to me. I need your attention. All right, Luke, we're going to let you have your your moment to shine here. This is where you explain what our show is. This yeah. is what you've been preparing for all week. Are you ready? It's a lot of pressure. I don't know. I'm getting a little flustered. Just remember, episode 69, we're going to get so much run over listenership for episode 69 okay here we go it's show music oh god start over again please cut that please yeah i'm gonna cut that one okay cool all right so this is best song ever you're about to hear two cousins and music nerds play music for each other we pick songs in secret and then we present them to each other so if brian plays a song that really blows me away i will say lordy lordy barry gordy and if i've done my job right he will say papa likey and the person playing the song gets a point if the other person gives them the stamp of approval and at the end we tally up all those points and the loser will face their punishment and since it's uh Episode 69, I've got a good punishment. Good, because I had not thought of anything. You got a 69 with a porcupine. <laughs> You'll poke your eye out. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. All right. So if you lose, you got a 69 <laughs> with, with a, a porcupine. I like it. We do not condone bestiality, nor do we like making light of it, but this is where I'm fun here, guys. <laughs> All right, so should we get started? Yeah, I think so. I think we should get started. I'm going to get us started today. Do it. And um, like you said, we picked the songs in secret. What you're hearing is our genuine reaction. And we've been talking so much about the Childish Gambino song. Why don't we listen to it? I hate you. Should we Should we listen to this so song, much. Luke? Because that's right. I got it for the oh. podcast. I did a lot of hard work, a lot of annoying of publicists, and uh, I feel very, very proud about this. I'm very proud of you. Uh, both of us just love this song and video so much. I'm I so happy we can play it on here. I didn't even go after it. I was like, I'm not even going to try it because we tried for the last album and didn't work out. So I'm, I appreciate that you put in the work. Shout outs to uh, the RCA Records people I hounded. They're good um, folks. They're good folks. So we've talked a lot about the song and video already. Let's just listen to this. It's so wonderful. This is yeah. Childish Gambino with This Is America. We just want to party. We just want to party. 
slipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Look how I'm living now. Police be tripping now. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. My area. I got the strap. I gotta carry him. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go into this. Yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go get the bag. Yeah, yeah, or I'ma get the pad. Yeah, yeah, I'm so cold like, yeah. Yeah, I'm so dull like, yeah. We gon' blow like, yeah. Look how I'm geeking up. I'm so pretty. I'm on Gucci. I'm so pretty. I'm on get it. Watch me move. This is Sally. That's a tool. On my Kodak. Black. Oh, know that. course i gotta give that a big old fat juicy lordy lordy berry gordy probably my most emphatic one ever because we've been all on this kick of janelle monet i thought that like um make me feel was gonna be the song of the year and then this song i can't imagine being more obsessed with the song than i am with this one right now it's brilliant i love the picked guitar um they picked acoustic guitar and that i believe according to genius lyric genius is young thug singing the auto-tuned voice on there obviously culturally just america in general as well as the black experience um it touches on so many things and works on so many levels like i said but musically it's just like there's nothing like it and it's perfect. It's the music I wish I dreamed would exist and now it's doing it and I love how it brings it all together in that 
in the end there where it adds that fat bass behind the like high voices singing and just watching Donald Glover grow as an artist over the years has been incredible. Like I loved his more like low, low production quality stuff early on. And then he just grew and grew into now he's just making some of the most incredible music in the world. I totally agree with everything you said there. And this song, I would not have necessarily imagined would have come from him next after awaken my love, but he has kind of had this track record of switching up and defying expectations and playing with the listener a little bit and just giving them something they didn't know they wanted. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I had no, no idea that this is what we would get from him this year. I had kind of thought that he was done making music as childish Gambino. I thought I had heard that. I, he said, I think he was going to do one more, but then I was thinking maybe he's done with rap, with rapping in general. You know, he's doing funk or soul, which I would be glad. Yeah. <laughs> I would be happy either way, but um, I love how he really gets that Atlanta sound. And if if that is Young Thug, which I'm pretty sure it is, like that's perfect having him um, because he can he can do anything. He's shown he can do any sound that he wants to and just perfectly getting that sound and combining it with the the chorus that I love that. Yeah, it's a the best take on this modern version of popular rap Mm -hmm. Um, and it melds it with kind of interesting um, kind of gospel-y. Um, yeah, but it's got sort of like in, like I said, the acoustic, it's got that kind of like earthy acoustic sound, but just so bright and sort of uplifting balanced with that sort of desaturated, just big bass sort of trap sound. Mm -hmm. And it's also got a very sinister feel along with the brightness, which is just, again, personified perfectly in the video. It's just, it's so... I love it so much it's hard to talk about I know about why I love words. it so much but um yeah I'm I'm so happy we were able to listen and talk about it on the podcast I'm going to go watch this music video another uh, thousand times or something So hopefully this is the first song from a new album from him yeah. sometime soon Uh again that was Childish Gambino with This Is America which is out now on RCA records. I'm so I'm so proud of you, Brian. Thank you. You did it. it it's like how how do we move on now? I know. How do we follow <laughs> do it you, up? How do you follow that up? Uh luckily I got a BSE VIP to follow it up with. Um <laughs> stylistically very different. Um we actually played two songs from this band last year. Whoa. You played one of them and then I played one on the year end show. If you don't know who it is yet, I'll give you a hint. I saw Jack White at their show oh, once. Jesus. <laughs> You've said this so many times. Oh, it's Proto Martyr. It's Proto Martyr, baby. Featuring Kelly Deal yeah. of R Ring. Proto Martyr is like my favorite band out of Detroit, post punk band, and they rule so hard. And last year they released their third full length, Relatives in Descent. You played A Private Understanding. I played The Chuckler. Um, and. I think they actually are a very good follow-up to that song because there are some, like Childish Gambino, they comment on a lot of things happening in our country and world, 
in a sort of uh, indirect impressionist way. They have a new EP coming out called Consolation, and they made this with the help of the friends in the band Our Ring. And Kelly Deal and Mike Montgomery make up Our Ring, and you were telling me that Kelly Deal is Kim Deal's sister from... Yes. From the Pixies and is a member of the band R Ring with Mike Montgomery. And uh, Mike Montgomery actually recorded this EP with Proto Martyr. The guys went down to their studio and Kelly Deal sings on this song and the song after it. And she said, there's a lot of trust involved when an artist places their songs in your hands. And we were very mindful of that while intentionally trying to take the songs in new directions. And they do push them in new directions like, um, you know, they kind of experimented with some uh orchestration on the last album which we were thinking that's kind of new for proto martyr and they add that in with this album and uh do some interesting things and we'll hear on this song some interesting transitions to the different parts of the songs um but it's still everything you want in a proto martyr song i take you've heard it i did only only one time i enjoyed it i'm don't remember it so i'm very excited to listen to it again well let's get into it Let's spin that wheel. It's Proto Martyr featuring Kelly Deal with Wheel of Fortune.
innocent who dies. A man with a gun of the loot sends a purpose. A good guy with a gun who missed. A police state death between each quarter. The insurance company's head budget went over. I saw who lives and who dies. Papa Lakey. Um, yeah, like you said, it has really great staples of a good proto martyr song. Starts off with like rambling sing speak, yep. which I love so much, and a, you know, just very sludgy. And as I learned, you say last episode, raunchy, raunchy indeed guitars. Yeah. And um, her uh, harmonization on "I Decide Who Lives and Who oh, Dies," it's so perfect. I love it so much. She really does add a special. Uh, character to this song that i really like and then it just goes into mm. sp- scary spooky land spooky territory. it feels like i'm like walking through a cemetery and there's a fog machine or or i guess in a cemetery it might be real fog as opposed to from a fog machine who cares it feels foggy and it's scary and uh, i liked how atmospheric and strange the switch up was and then it comes back together great song enjoyed it thoroughly yeah i love that it's so cathartic to sing scream along with them when you're listening to it i decide who lives and who dies Uh, if only am i right well and that's sort of the theme and like you mentioned uh joe casey's rambling lyrics because that's a staple of proto-martyr but it's all kind of rambling stream of consciousness but around a common theme and it's all sort of uh tacked off at the end with that i decide who lives and who dies because he's talking about you know the wheel of fortune pat sajak he's uh sajak vanna white their judge jury executioner (laughs) and yeah totally i'm there with you man that's how wheel of fortune used to end with people just getting offed yeah if you land on bankrupt you're dead (laughs) you're dead um but no He's talking about like, you know, he says a trick of heredity, a zip code, a last name, like all these things just sort of being born into wealth and power Mm -hmm. and sort of just not these things that don't necessarily determine merit. And these are the people who are making the decisions of who lives and who dies. The most important decisions um, when they got that power, maybe for no reason, not based on merit. As you talked about the spooky interlude. Um, 
it's like a creep cathedral it's like uh-huh. those angelic yeah. voices which i assume is kelly um and then it goes into that wheel of fortune wealth of nations part which to me just feels so much like agent intellect uh mm-hmm. their their second album really reminds me of pontiac 87 and um i really love what she did with it just uh making it feel like they're venturing into new territory but still reminds me of some classic proto-martyr songs and just haunting and beautiful and then when they go back into that hard rocking part again he's just kind of word vomiting all this stuff it's so great um and obviously love the feedback as a sort of like percussion just everything cuts out and the feedback is kind of the backing track thought that was brilliant how they did that definitely yeah it's it's a whirlwind of a song that uh, i really like and i'm interested to revisit it's got a lot going on in it and a lot to digest in a in one sitting so yeah yeah i like it a lot and he kind of sort of a bittersweet ending he leaves it with see it turning if you ever smile on me please let it be now i wonder if you'll fool me this time talking about the wheel of fortune um so kind of a dark ending um which i Mm -hmm. I like that they do that so that was proto martyr featuring kelly deal with Wheel of Fortune from Consolation EP out June 15th on Domino. We, uh, we've we been hopping around a bit genre-wise, um, and I'm going to play something very different as well. This is, this is fun. It's fun to just yeah. completely switch up the mood. Also, uh, we've been getting into some heavy shit as yeah. well, and this is about as breezy as you can get let's lighten it up let's lighten it up this song i have been so obsessed with i told you that there was a song i was trying to get so hard this is another one i was like that wasn't childish gambino i I, this is another one that i just hounded like five different people until finally uh it was a little tricky because they're like in different countries this band's from australia so i think time difference and and all that but thank you so much again uh i appreciate rewarding my hard work with a song that is one of my favorites of the year the first two songs i'm playing here are two of my favorite songs of the year no doubt this is a group of five lads in their early 20s um from australia called parcels have you ever listened to them i have not this is brand new to me i'm very very excited to introduce you to them they have an ep and some singles here or there, but they're preparing to release their full-length debut, and I'm very excited. Um, they play this uh, kind of new yacht rock vibe. Mm. Um, soft and funky, just like my junkie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, no, I kid. It's episode 69. You gotta, you gotta go oh, there. Yeah. You got me with that one. Uh, they're they're very they're influenced by the Beach Boys and Daft Punk and Steely Dan and most influenced by Byron's Bay, Australia, which is where they where they grew up and where they went to school together. Where and they do their yachting. Where they do their yachting. Um, and just spending time on the beach and watching the sunset and surfers and that's. You're going to feel that in this song, no doubt. Um, they spent some time in Berlin as well, and they actually caught the attention of the robots themselves, Daft Punk. And um, they produced one of their tracks from their EP uh, called Overnight, which is great. That EP nice. is fantastic as well. Uh, but 
they they didn't produce this song but i mean what a credit to have yeah you know like daft punk is pretty uh pretty legit you're gonna hear definite daft punk vibes definite beach boys vibes and you're just gonna want to be on a yacht no doubt about it so let's get to the song this is parcels with tied up right now Oh 
I don't see what other choice you leave me but to give that a lordy lordy very gordy. Yes. Oh, that was definitely soft and funky and just super infectious. I love that. It reminds me a lot of, obviously, uh, that that whole album pretty much of Daft Punk, uh, Random Access Memories, but especially Lose Yourself to Dance and mm. Get Lucky. That funky guitar, that bass line was just getting me throughout the whole thing. That bass line is insane. It's it raunchy. Just, it goes it's a raunchy all bass over line. the place. It's so fun. I love yeah, it. It's so great. Um, and the sort of flute flute sound. Ah. Um, have you ever heard the band Haircut One Hundred? Nope. Um, it actually makes sense because one of the most famous yacht rock bands of our current age would be Vampire Weekend. And I like to think of Haircut 100 as the Vampire Weekend of the 80s. And they have a song, Lemon Fire Brigade, that has a similar flute part that I love it so much. Yeah, I'm going to check that out for sure. Um, Yeah, I love that that sound. Um, And it's, that's just, this song's impossible not to groove to. Yeah. Um, you know, you saw me grooving, even though we listened in the dark. My my head was bobbing around. And, I was bouncing. Ah, it's it's so good. There there was one morning I was getting ready, and I listened to this on repeat as I was getting ready like six times in a row, and it's just so infectious. It gets better and better the more you listen to it, and it it's like obviously awesome, but it's also pretty subtle and like they they're not like trying too hard right it's like just really well balanced which i really really do appreciate it kind of sounds to me like if grizzly bear made a yacht rock album (laughs) uh some of the harmonies remind me a lot of grizzly bear and i just feel like it's has a very good editing eye to the sound as well yeah and they're 20 years old like they're making really mature music that was like perfectly crafted everything just like you said balanced perfectly yeah i'm excited again this is um coming out on some sort of full-length debut that we don't have much detail about later this year um and in the meantime if you enjoy this go check out their uh their ep that's out and uh just love this band as much as i do that was parcels with tied up right now all these things you're saying about this song, Infectious, listening to it on repeat, that that applies to my next song. Um, this song's been stuck in my head a lot, and it's a it's a great little poppy nug. So this comes from Minneapolis duo Now Now. So I didn't even realize, I forgot that you played the song SGL when it was just out as a single. I know, and this just illuminates something that I've been saying for a long time. I talk, and you just don't listen you don't care what i say you like take your headphones off you look at your phone you who knows what you do you go to the bathroom you say shut up brian let me know when you're done i always go to the bathroom while we're recording the podcast while i'm talking so um but whatever that song sgl came out so long ago normally we don't play two songs from the same album but but we'll make an exception yeah yeah um the song I'm going to play is their new single called MJ. Have you heard it? No, I have not. So it's it's got its own merit as a poppy nug, just getting stuck in your head, like I said. But the uh, concept is really cool and interesting. Uh, Casey Dallinger, the lead singer and songwriter, says, This song was written from the perspective of speaking to Michael Jackson about a deteriorating relationship. He's my childhood idol. 
and someone I looked up to that influenced my life. I felt he was someone that was a connecting point between me and someone else, only to realize that that was used as a connecting point between that person and another person. Hmm. So this song is me venting to Michael about that situation. So let's take a listen. We'll talk about it more after. Here's Now Now with MJ.
Papa like you. Absolutely. I love their brand of pop music. And right. what they did really great on SGL is combine the uh, like live instrumentation with pop beats. They did in SGL, it was uh, acoustic, acoustic guitar, yeah. which was fantastic. And this one, I love the live drumming uh, in it. The, mm-hmm. the drumming was great to me i yeah this they're they're great i'm very excited about them i think they had like an old album out years ago but this I is had actually the third album oh. coming out so the, yeah they've had two albums um and yeah that chorus just sticks with me yeah the, i and i want it all back um and like if you read the lyrics that's what you know she's talking about she says i know i'm not the only one who listened to you like i understand this guy's out there making this connection with someone else but he's a criminal that's just she says you know it's like like thinking she shared that special moment and then seeing that same special moment shared with someone else Mm -hmm. um and i love the line where she says uh now it's creeping up on me like it never left and uh just those moments where you think whether it's a breakup or just any issue you're dealing with, you can think you've made so much progress and maybe you have, but then something happens and you're just like, Oh, I thought I was over this and now I'm not, I'm right back where I was before. And you feel like you didn't make any progress, but you, uh, you, you still made some progress and you can move past it. But yeah, it's just such a cool concept of just talking to Michael Jackson, one of her, musical idols um, about this tough time she's going through so that was now now with mj from saved out may 18th on trans records all right um luke will you listen to me this time i think you know we have established that you should probably listen to me i'll take 10 boxes no um luke come on deliver oh what's up i'm gonna play my next song i was putting in an order for orthopedic socks but (laughs) Why Why are you doing that? I just like them. Okay. They just like the way they look. I like hanging them as decoration. You know, I think that um, our next artist would love orthopedic socks as well. He seems he seems wacky. He seems like uh, he would definitely Smoke like... Smoke some tea backy? Yeah. Um, maybe, you know, coke up a little bit and oh, buy some orthopedic socks. You crazy, man. Um, This is someone I was familiar with from uh, a previous album he released and was really into and um i I feel like you might be a fan of him do you know riley walker yeah he's kind of like a folk singer i i listened to one of his albums and enjoyed it yes i believe the album you are most likely talking about was the same one i listened to which was primrose green yeah jazzy psyche folk he's a like very uh classically trained guitarist and just really really great um and it was very 60s influence yeah definitely and um so i have this perception of riley walker and um i heard uh this new song and i was very confused and then reading about his new album he um he said he doesn't like the album primrose green (laughs) that we like so much uh he felt it wasn't very authentic for him. He felt he was being very anachronistic and not hmm. genuine about himself. And um, it got a lot of acclaim. People loved it because <laughs> it's such a well-executed album. The musicianship in it right. is fantastic. He's an incredible guitar player and the surrounding musicians that he had. Just 
it, it was such a good sound but this is definitely a different sounding Riley Walker and I love it and it does feel like an authentic sound and an authentic vision there have been a few singles released from this album and this is the the most recent one that was released in the last one before it came out and it's actually the album closer but the Mm. first song he wrote for the album and this kind of set the tone that he wanted to set he got a new electric guitar and he picked it up and he wrote this song and he's like this is what i want my album to feel like and it has a lot of personality in it it's um actually very dripping with self-loathing but also very cheery and it's kind of a weird mix and reading interviews with him he's a weirdo he's really funny um if you look at his twitter it feels like a comedian's twitter he's Hmm. just making such self-deprecating jokes all the time and um i said something about cocaine he uh very openly enjoys speed and uppers (laughs) and talks about it quite a bit uh, but actually during the recording of this album was a uh, s- sober period in his life when he re- was sober for about six months and recorded it. Um, but yeah, this it's a fun, interesting song. His story is great, and um, I think you're going to enjoy this, and it's going to challenge your expectations like it did mine. So let's take a listen to Riley Walker with Spoil With The Rest. to confess. 
That was lovely. Um, I really that picking part reminded me still of some '60s folk. So it's kind of like he's got some of his uh, older style, but I really liked the other electric part with the uh, sharper notes. And um, yeah, it was really pretty. And I liked uh, him singing the "Spoiled with the Rest." I see what you mean with some of the self-loathing, but being still cheery. And yeah, he was very influenced by the city of Chicago. Really, uh, and. I think you can hear it um, on the song, other songs as well. But just, um, you know, again, this is all kind of in relation to his past sound. So, like, saying this is grungier is... Right. If you don't know, like, the, the where he came from, you could... I mean, it's still pretty... Uh, it's still very pretty uh, guitar-wise, but it is a bit grungy. It's a little dirtier. Uh, it's got a, kind of an edge to it comparatively and uh, very, in, yeah, and very influenced by um, his time in Chicago, um, which he describes as constantly smelling like a garbage can. And when it gets hotter, it smells even garbage cannier. Uh, and he loves it there. That's <laughs> that's him saying good things about it. And the, the drums were going crazy, but they were pretty uh, quiet right. in the mix, which is interesting. Um, but it's kind of got that jazz drum feel to it like he's continuing to um kind of take along jazz influence into these different areas of his sound and um like you said the the lyrics um in the chorus of are whenever i do my best i'll spoil with the rest and he says that's about how he tries really hard and fucks things up a lot and like that's he he's continually trying continually trying very hard to do things and he just ends up spoiling things all boy the time. do i know the feeling buddy i'm with you uh, <laughs> relatable am i right so that was riley walker with spoil with the rest from deaf man glance which is out may 18th on dead oceans well i got another uh singer songwriter for us here and uh we're talking about how Riley's album was uh, 60s influenced, uh, kind of folky. And uh, this artist, I listened to the album today, and the first one could have been recorded in the 60s, I swear. He's got such a classic folk singer voice, and when he does these kind of bare acoustic songs, um, it just sounds like it could be from another time. This is Buck Meek. Buck Meek is the guitarist of the band Big Thief, and uh, he's a Texan who moved to New York and released two EPs. Then he met Adrian Lanker from Big Thief, um, not yet, and the two of them put out two EPs together Hmm. and then ultimately became a four-piece. So now he's going, doing a solo, his first solo full length, and it's kind of like interesting because that's him just doing solo in meeting Adrian led to big thief. And now he's kind of coming back to basics. Um, after the success of the band, there's a lot of great people who, uh, contributed, including Adrian. She sings on a song and she did the press photo, which is a really good photo. Nice. Um, and, uh, Buck has this great Texas twang. As I said, his voice, um, sounds like a classic folk singer and he, uh, kind of cracks into falsetto at times and these songs are kind of more stripped down than you like than like the four piece with a uh, big thief but 
it, it kind of makes sense because they kind of went more acoustic and folky on their last one, and uh, that's sort of what he does solo. But we're actually going to listen to a song that is more of a rock sound. So let's take a listen to Buck Meek with Maybe. Maybe someday soon Maybe There's a lot of T-Rex vibe going on in that oh. song, uh, 100%. You, you seem a little hesitant about that. No, that's in, it's just an interesting, because like, I said a classic folk voice because that first song just reminds me so much of someone that I can't think of, and mm. um, that sort of weird dissonant part in there reminded me of Grizzly Bear just listening to this last ah, time. So yeah. I'm trying to draw comparisons, and I was like, oh, that's an interesting comparison. I could see that, though. Yeah, it, it skitters around like T-Rex yeah. does, and the voice is a little similar and has that great like and guitar the solo. Big rip and uh, solo, which, yeah. Which was, which was good. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I feel like that is one that I need to listen to more uh, because that uh, diversion into that weird... Uh, chorus part yeah. um 
throws me off a little bit, but in a good way. But it's just, you know, something I need to get more comfortable with. But uh, yeah, a cool song. Um, I, I wouldn't ask if it was any other episode besides episode 69. But do you think he's ever like, my name is Buck and I like to fuck? <laughs> I bet, I mean... Come on, he's gotta do that like all the time. He really right? does not seem like the type, but who knows? I mean, you know, he could be a gentleman in the streets and a buck who likes to fuck in the, in sheets. the sheets. That's true. He you could. Know? He could have a uh, p-word wagon. <laughs> I don't know why I'm censoring myself. Um, but hey, it's it's possible. You never know. But. I don't want this buck to get his head smashed in a door because I want him to keep making music. So yeah. I hope not because things don't end too good for bucks who like to fuck. That's true. Well, he and he uh, that, also I forgot he was kind of assaulting. Not kind of. He was. Yeah. He was ra- yeah. That was um, bad. Also, his last name's Meek. So that should tell you he's Meek. Uh, he's not. He's not like that flashy buck from from the movie. Film. Maybe. But maybe he's Meek in the streets <laughs> and a freak in the sheets. There it is. Nailed it. Um, but, like, how do you even move on from that? Um, Sorry to derail this. No, but I was just uh, talking about his uh, folk qualities, and he's a, a great storyteller, as many folk singers are, as he calls them outlaw ballads and quotidian fairy tales. Do you know what that word means? No. It means just, like, everyday and ordinary. So oh, okay. those sort of... Uh, Sort of interesting stories uh, around mundane events. And this this seems to be this uh, story of Maybelle. And I, I interpret it as her be- coming from like a messed up family and just wanting to fly the coop and be free. It says, I love the line, Carolina born, bred by hounds with demon horns. I just love the way he says, Saskatoon. <laughs> He's nah. talking because the the character's saying anywhere will do. Like we'll find a town and just get away from here. And I just love the with his twang how he says Saskatoon. Saskatoon is a great name. I like it a lot. Yeah, I don't know where it's at, but I'm not now sure I want to go there. Let's go. Let's do it. it up. All Hit right. the road live from Saskatoon. That's that's going to be in our next episode, episode. seventy. I just feel so very stupid. He definitely does not have weird fuck rhymes with his name. <laughs> like, listening to this, uh, I feel so bad to have... Hey, bruh. Yeah. You need to move on. <laughs> it's no. okay. I, I think know. he forgives you. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> hey, it was a good It was a good pull. Good pop culture reference. I guess. <laughs> All right. So that was Buck Meek with Maybe from his self-titled debut, which is out May 18th on Khalid Scales. All right, well, we are tied two to two, going into our last songs. We each have one more song to go. Uh, We're tied two to two. We're going to see what happens. Who has to 69 a porcupine? We don't know yet, but soon we will. Um, So my last song is a great poppy nug. We love saying it. You got to say it. Uh, it would have followed very nicely after now now, but I I I'm wanted sorry. I wanted sorry, to I didn't jump know. I wanted to jump around uh, a bit stylistically, so jump around, hey, 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 jump around. Exactly, that's what I wanted to do. Um, this comes from uh, Nashville native Amanda Bantug, and she records under the name Bantug. 
what's her last name it's a really great 80s-esque dreamy soaring synthy mm-hmm. hits hard mm-hmm. nice combination of indie rock r&b and pop Ooh. it's good sound i really like the drums in this i feel like they hit hard um and you gotta turn it up loud i've been blasting this song when i haven't been uh listening to childish gambino or parcels this has been <laughs> right. high up on my uh listen list and um the the song is interesting and i i want to talk about a particular line in the chorus after we uh listen to the song but it's about how some people dive into relationships and forget other people in their lives and that sometimes includes the person that they're in a relationship with so we'll listen to it and then we'll talk some more about um what i really like about the meaning of the song so this is bantug with shapes
that was nice and dreamy. I liked the uh, 80s uh, synth and keyboard sounds. I loved the line in the chorus, the we all fall into shapes we didn't mean to um, and we'll lose some on the way. Because I think that happens a lot, whether it's a job or a relationship or whatever, a place you live, just any thing where you can settle in and those are good things you know they can bring you comfort and um but then you can often i've seen it happen so many times with people where you do kind of lose yourself into that and or you just kind of ignore it and then before you realize you're like oh man i've been in this relationship or this job for years and kind of lose track of who you are Mm -hmm, definitely yeah that was the um the concept that I was excited to talk with you about. Yeah. Um, I, I just love that as a, as an idea of just getting into the shape that you don't recognize of yourself. And it's like hard to change your shape, you know, like mm-hmm. if you, if you're shaped a certain way and all of a sudden you realize, Oh, this is who I am now, or this is how I act now. Um, how, and you don't necessarily like those things that you're seeing like how do you change some of those things that might at that point just be kind of second nature um i really uh, really do um or i really am drawn to that uh concept especially lately because um just a few months ago i i started feeling better but i went through this very long period of time of just being riddled with anxiety all the time Mm. and like got to a point where I was just like, is this just my life now? <laughs> like, mm. am I just going to feel terrible? Like almost every day. Um, and is, is this my shape, you know, as right. and how do I break out of this and, and change? And so that concept, I am very, very drawn to, um, you but, need to burn off every trace and hover with no shape. That's perfume genius. There you go. <laughs> Just saying hey, shape so a, much, baby. Think of that. It's a combination of, of great songs. Um, but yeah, I I thought this song was um was very good and she um kind of sees music in color and mm. she re- had released a uh EP called Blue and she kind of wanted each song to take on a different aspect of the color blue. I like that a lot. And this one is red. And um, she's the songs on this EP are kind of on themes of intimacy, paranoia, loneliness, frustration, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of all the different shades that go with uh, the color red. And I, I think that's cool, too. She's a conceptual artist. She also, like, learned how to play the drums when she was eight years old and the <laughs> nice. guitar when she was 11. Like, she she's someone to watch for sure, uh, up-and-coming musician, and she's releasing this EP independently soon. So be on the lookout. That was Bantug with Shapes from Red, which is out May 25th. All right, well, my last song could call it my insurance policy because I knew you were packing some heat. I didn't realize it was Childish Gambino, but mm-hmm. um, so I saved one of my favorite songs for last, and mm-hmm. this is, again, a song and an album I've been returning to. This is one of my favorite albums that came out last Friday. Middle Kids. They are a trio from Australia, and I thought you had played them on the podcast, but that nope. was middle, middle children. children. Yes, I I had the, I had a similar thought where I saw Middle Kids released an album, and yeah. I was like, 
gonna or an EP or something. I was gonna check it out, and I was like, "Well, I already played them on the podcast," and yeah, then I, and I realized that I hadn't. Well, but. and I wasn't gonna reach out for this one because I thought you. Right. I'm like, "Oh, Brian's probably going to," but it, the song is so good, and I was like, "I need to go for it." Just when you were talking about her learning to uh, play the music when you're young, it reminded me a part of um, Hannah Joy, who's the lead singer and songwriter of Middle Kids because it reminded me a part of her past she was also raised uh musically and she had two grandmothers who were church piano players and uh she would often be asked to lead people in song which Mm. is different than performing Mm -hmm. um she learned and she's played uh dance pop chamber folk but she didn't think she was cut out for rock and how wrong she was because <laughs> these rock songs are amazing and her lyrics are just beautiful and will will get you they'll get you man and um i i don't want to say too much more i just want us to listen to this song and then we'll talk a little bit more so here's middle kids with bought it And you know my 
Go for it. Papa Likey. Yeah, that was a great song. Her voice kills me. Right. Uh, so good. Uh, so emotional. And then the catharsis of that just banging, rocking right. part. It, yeah, it got me. It made me have, as the kids say these days, the feels. I got the feels. I'm I'm so glad you got the feels. Not all that. the feels, but some, just some, of, I got of, the some feels. of the feels. As long as you get a good portion of the feels. A that, hefty portion of the feels, that's what I got. I, I'm so glad that Middle Kids was able to uh, do that for you. And uh, I want to talk about a couple lyrics that I love. I And especially when she says it, again, talking like Saskatoon. Sometimes when people just say it in their inflection and accent, mm-hmm. I love when she says smooth talking. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But just that that sentiment when she says, you saw me on a night when I was pissed, but I tried to act all right smooth talking. I'm not sure you bought it. And I kind of interpreted this as her like seeing an ex or a lover and um, experiencing these emotions and sort of having someone see you in a vulnerable moment when you uh, hadn't expected it. And yeah, I love that that beautiful bridge leading to that hard rocking mm-hmm. chorus. And that's uh, a the uh, one of the other singles Edge of Town has a sort of later on rocking out moment like that. And a lot of other songs mistake is one. I love that has just those big choruses that I love that are just catchy and get stuck in your head. And, um, they rocked so much harder than I expected or thought that they would. I should specify because I saw they tweeted cause I said she was the singer and lead songwriter. She is that, but she also does the guitar parts too. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, she, you know, is like one of the main, like pretty much the main creator in the band. And the way I mentioned that, because uh, one of the guys tweeted uh, the other day, like everyone interviewers always assume that she's just writes lyrics and like f- they think female songwriters just write lyrics when she does so much more than that. And um, her, their writing process is interesting. She'll just when creativity strikes, go right by herself and then her husband, Tim Fitz, is the bassist in the band, and he will then take what she's come up with and add his parts and then give it to the drummer, Harry Day. And uh, so they kind of work independently to create the song and then come together mm-hmm. and just it, the product is some amazing rock tunes. And uh, yeah, this is one of my favorite new bands. Like I said, Eleanor Friedberger's album was out. So that's why I said one of my favorites, because that one's yeah. one of my favorites. And then this one, I've just been going back to it so much. Going to have to check this out. I, I haven't listened to it. This definitely piqued my interest. Yeah. And then all that you were uh, just babbling on about yep. uh, incoherently, I, oh, I, I, I liked it. Yeah, you're going to love it. So that was Middle Kids with Bought It from Lost Friends out now on Domino. So sad to say, Brian, you've got a rough road ahead of you. I do. Um, I have to 69 a porcupine. Um, now, is this like, are we going to a store and do a like, you know, store? yeah. And you know, like when you would go and choose like what lobster you wanted or something. Yes. Is that what we're doing? Am I, do I choose the porcupine? I wonder how it's, do you how do you acquire a porcupine? Let me check the dark web on like 
things to look for in a porcupine lover. Real I, don't, quick. I don't know. All I know is next week you're going to have some quills in your gills. You know what I mean? I sure am. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I'll report back and let you know how it goes. Who yeah. knows? Maybe it'll be cool. I um, might call the cops on you because you're doing something illegal while you're doing it. So I might get you busted. What's illegal anymore? All right. Well, we're uh, coming to a close here. Uh, One last thing to do is to talk about the music we're excited for coming out this week in Shouts. All right. First up, Shouts to Neighbor Lady. I played them a few episodes ago. Their album, Maybe Later, comes out tomorrow. Uh, Gold Connections. I played uh, them like a long time ago on the Mm -hmm. podcast produced by uh, will toledo from car seat headrest that album popular fiction is out tomorrow as well as arctic monkeys i'm excited for that they're back with tranquility base and hotel and casino um and last little junior uh with the album high they did an awesome like rock cover of carly ray jepson's i really really like you Mm. and uh, they're they're pretty cool so check that out what you got uh, I got Illuminati Hotties with Kiss Your Frenemies uh, that we played them on the podcast. That should be a good one. Beach House with Seven. I'm really excited. Oh, yeah. Every song on that that has been released so far has been killer. Yeah. So good. Maybe potentially their best album. We'll see. And then also The Sea and Cake with Any Day. Uh, and... I'm very interested. I don't know this band as much as I should, but I like what I've heard, so yeah. uh, I'm I'm interested in this album and to check them out, uh, their discography out. Is that supposed to be a play on, like, the C in cake? Like, the C, the first letter of cake, but it's the C and cake? I don't, I don't know. I don't <laughs> think so. That'd be fun. That's oh. just how I heard it when you said it right there, but I know it's the C and cake. The C and cake interesting yeah. yeah i don't know maybe it's uh not maybe i cracked the code on their band name all right well as always head over to ghettoblastermagazine.com and actually you're listening to this on friday go check out the friday rollout out there eddie talks about new albums uh so maybe there's some that weren't on our list so check that out and uh if you enjoy our show please write us a review please and tell someone else that you think would like it. Please. We'd like to thank our buddy Aaron Quillen and his band Congress for letting us use Pond Fight as our theme. And you can find us on all your social media platforms at Best Song Ever Pod. Forget a Blaster Magazine. I'm Luke LeBen saying, mm, you better check your respect. And I saw Jack White at a Proto Mars show once. And I'm Brian LeBen reminding you, don't let the bastards grind you down. Also, don't let stories about Jack White at Proto Martyr shows grind you down either. This is best 69 ever. I mean, best song ever. <laughs> <laughs>